Welcome to Episode 12 in Revelation, an Idealist Interpretation. I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church and producer of this series. Revisions to this series are part of the AIC's continuing celebration of the start of its second decade on the web. If you have not already viewed Episode 2, which includes my primer on numerology in Revelation, I urge you to do so since understanding how John used numerology is critical to understanding this series. In this episode, the focus is on Chapter 7, an interlude in the narrative of the seven seals in which St. John reveals his vision of angels visiting the earth and the sealing of God's servants. He also answers the dramatic question raised at the end of chapter 6, which I discussed in episode 11. Who is able to stand? He continues to evoke the power of magical, mysterious numbers from the Hebrew tradition, which I discussed in the primer on numerology in episode 2. John's perspective could be earth in verses 1 through 8 and heaven in 9 through 17. The illustration is four angels and the four winds from the Bamberg Apocalypse, an 11th century illuminated manuscript prepared between 1000 and 1020 A.D. in the scriptorium at Reichenau Monastery, Reichenau, Germany, under authorization by the Holy Roman Emperor Otto III, as it was used on page 66 in the companion AIC bookstore publication of the same name, Revelation, an Idealist Interpretation. I have divided the reading of chapter 7 into two parts, verses 1 through 8 and 9 through 17. I begin with reading verses 1 through 4, followed by a summary of verses 5, 6, 7, and 8. After these things, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, on the sea, or on any tree. Then I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was granted to harm the earth and the sea, saying, Do not harm the earth, the sea, or the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God on their foreheads. And I heard the number of those who were sealed, one hundred and forty-four thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel were sealed. And then in verses 5 through 8, he names the tribes of Israel with 12,000 sealed, each from the tribes of Judah, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Naphtali, Manasseh, Simeon, Levi, Issachar, Zebulon, Joseph, and Benjamin. Angels from the Greek angelos are created beings. They appear in both the Old and New Testament as messengers of God. For more on the traditional doctrine concerning angels, see the angels-slash-archangels entry in the AIC bookstore publication 
layman's lexicon. The illustration is a late Byzantine mosaic of a winged angel discovered behind plaster in May 2016 AD during restoration of the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem. The magical number four is everywhere. Four angels, the four corners of the earth, the four winds. With this imagery, St. John again demonstrates knowledge of and mastery of both the Old Testament scripture, Jewish apocalyptic literature, and of the work of his fellow apostle, St. Mark. Winds as signs of judgment were a common theme in Jewish writings in the centuries just before Christ. The Old Testament precedents are Isaiah 11, verse 12, in which he refers to the four corners of the earth, and both Daniel 8.8 8 and Zechariah 2.6 for references to the four winds of heaven. The same phrase was used in the New Testament by Jesus in Mark 13.27, and then he, the Father, will send his angels and to gather together his elect from the four winds from the farthest part of the earth, to the farthest part of heaven. While the four angels hold back all wind on the earth, a fifth angel comes from the east bearing, quote, the seal of the living God, unquote, and tells the others not to harm the earth until the servants of God are sealed on their foreheads. The term living God is imputed from the words of Jesus in his exchange with the Sadducees at Capernaum and reported in Luke 20, verse 38, For he is not the God of the dead, but of the living, for all live to him. A further allusion is to God's assertion to Moses from Exodus 3, 6, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The image of the saving of an elect by a sign or a seal or a mark, comes from Ezekiel's vision of God's judgment on the wicked in the temple found in Ezekiel 9, verses 1 to 11, which includes this warning in verses 4, 5, and 6. And the Lord said to him, Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and put a mark on the foreheads, of the men who sigh and cry over all the abominations that are done within it. To the others, he said, In my hearing, go after him through the city and kill. Do not let your eyes spare nor have any pity. Utterly slay old and young men, maidens and little children and women, but do not come near anyone on whom is the mark and begin at my sanctuary. The illustration is an early 18th century Russian Orthodox icon of the prophet Ezekiel from the iconostasis in the monastery at Kiji, Russia, in the northwest Russia region of Karelia. Numerology is used again in verses 4 through 8, in which St. John gives the number sealed in variations based upon the number 12, the number of the tribes of Israel, mentioned in verse 4, enumerated in verses 5 through 8, 
the number of thousands, which in Hebrew means a great many, who are sealed from each tribe, the total who are sealed is the result of 12,000 times 12,000, or 144,000. The image of such a large number provides a dramatic transition to the second half of the chapter when St. John's perspective is once again in heaven. The next reading is verses 9 through 17, which includes the sixth song in Revelation, this one being another doxology. The illustration is homage to the Lamb, an illumination in tempera and gold on parchment, another illumination from the Bamberg Apocalypse, as it was used on page 68 in Revelation, an idealist interpretation. After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude, which no one could number, of all the nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. Exclamation point. All the angels stood around the throne, and the elders and the four living creatures and fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God for ever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders answered, saying to me, who are these arrayed in white robes, and where did they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you know. So he said to me, These are the ones who come out of the great tribulation, and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they are before the throne of God, and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will dwell among them. They shall neither hunger any more, nor thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them, nor any heat. For the Lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. In verse 9, St. John's perspective shifts back to heaven, where a multitude beyond number, representing all the nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, meaning all the nations and languages of the earth, stand before the throne and the Lamb, clothed with white robes and bearing palm branches. Perhaps John is suggesting a fulfillment of the words of God reported by the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 57, 7, here using the SAAS text, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations, expressing the expectation that eventually all the world, meaning the Gentiles, would come to worship the one living God. The illustration is a colors and gold on parchment illumination of Isaiah from the Siegberg Lectionary, 
produced at Siegburg, Germany in the second quarter of the 12th century from the collection of the British Library, London, England. The innumerable multitude mentioned in verse 10 in the phrase, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, identifies both God the Father and God the Son, who are the first two divine persons of the Holy Trinity, that is, God and the Lamb. The multitude of angels around the throne, not numbered in this case, then break into a doxology to the Lord, which is the sixth song in Revelation. Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. This is a style of prayer which the Eastern Church still practices, beginning Holy Eucharist services with the choir singing, Amen. It is also similar to the song of the 24 elders declaring the worthiness of the Lord and the Lamb in Revelation 4, verse 11, and further to the closing verse in the long version of the Lord's Prayer based upon St. Matthew 6, 13b. The illustration is a watercolor by James T. So of Jesus teaching the disciples the Lord's Prayer from the collection of the Brooklyn Museum, Brooklyn, New York, painted between 1886 and 1894. Numerology appears again in the doxology, but more subtly. In the list of seven attributes, they are broken into group, a group of three and a group of four. And remember that seven is the sum of the two numbers. Blessing, glory, and wisdom, followed by the group of four, thanksgiving, and honor, and power, and might. The illustration is again the 6th century Christ Pantocrator icon at the Monastery of St. Catherine, Sinai, Egypt. The verses of the doxology also speak of the ever-existing God that in the Western Church is spoken of as forever and ever, based on the Hebrew concept of errors of rulers, the periods called ever, the plural ever and ever, and after the King James Version, forever, which made it into one word, followed by and ever. In the Eastern Church, it is spoken as now and ever and unto ages of ages. The meaning is the same in both usages. After the doxology, one of the 24 elders asked John, Who are those masses beyond number, dressed in white robes and bearing palms? To which John replies, You know. In the idealist view of Revelation, these are the survivors of the expected tribulation whose blood has been washed white in the blood of the Lamb. They are the Gentiles, or the nations, the people of all nations and languages, their blood washed in the blood of the Lamb, come in faith to Christ. Later in Revelation, John describes these as the, quote, armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, in Revelation 20, verse 14. They are the church triumphant, 
with Christ the Lamb at the center and in which the faithful sing praises and are led and protected by the Lamb. They no longer hunger or thirst because they have access to the, quote, living water and their tears, the result of the experiences of earthly life, are wiped away by God. The Christian doctrine of using Scripture to explain Scripture is appropriate here using St. John's own gospel account of the encounter between Jesus and the Samaritan woman, St. Photina, at the well of Jacob in John 4, verses 7 to 14. The illustration is a 6th century mosaic at Ravenna, Italy, at the Basilica of Santa Polinare Nuovo. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Once again, that's John 4, 7-14. Thank you for joining me for episode 12 of Revelation, an Idealist Interpretation. Next time in episode 13, the focus is on chapter 8, in which St. John resumes his account of the seven seals that was interrupted by chapter 7, with the opening of the seventh seal and the first four of six trumpets. Other AIC resources on topics discussed in this episode include the AIC Bible Study video series, New Testament Gospels, with Jesus' encounter with the Samaritan woman at the well of Jacob, discussed in the context of the I Am declarations that are unique to the Gospel of John in episode 29. In the AIC Christian Education video series, The Lord's Prayer Phrase by Phrase, the doxology discussed in episode 2. From the AIC Bookstore Publications, in the Gospel of John, annotated and illustrated, presented in 198 pages with 86 illustrations, Jesus' extended conversation with Fotina, the Samaritan woman at the well of Jacob, is discussed and illustrated in Chapter 4, including an early 14th century tempera and gilt-on-panel icon by Duzio di Buoninsena on page 39. In the companion book to this series, Revelation and Idealist Interpretation, 
presented in 214 pages with 52 illustrations, 51 of them from the Babberg Apocalypse, including two full-size high-resolution images of the Four Winds and Homage to the Lamb. My primer on numerology in Revelation is found on pages 7 through 11. In the writing prophets of the Old Testament, the prophets mentioned in this episode include Isaiah, discussed and illustrated in Part 2, Chapter 1, on pages 13 to 20, Ezekiel in Part 2, Chapter 3, on pages 29 to 38, Daniel in Part 2, Chapter 4, pages 37 to 58, and Zechariah in Part 3, Chapter 11, pages 105 to 110. Finally, in Layman's Lexicon, a handbook of scriptural, theological, and liturgical terms, key words of interest are angels slash archangels, amen, doxology, Gentiles, heaven, I am, Lamb of God, Lord's Prayer, numerology, pentocrator, and prayer. The key to accessing everything produced by the Anglican Internet Church is available at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net, where we've made it easier for you to learn about Christian education, doctrine, worship, and study using your preferred way of learning. You can watch our Bible study, Christian education, and seasonal video series using the links on either the digital library or Bible study pages. If you prefer listening, you can listen to the podcast versions of any of our videos using the links on the podcast archive page or to our podcast homilies for all the Sundays in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer using the links on the podcast homilies page. If you prefer written works, you can access any of the 17 AIC bookstore publications, all but one available in both paperback and Kindle editions, using the virtual bookstore link at the bottom of the home page, or directly using my Amazon Author Central page, https colon right slash right slash www.amazon.com right slash author right slash Ronald hyphen e hyphen Shibley. Everything after dot com must be in lowercase letters. I also invite you to subscribe to my blog page at www.anglicaninternetchurch, accessible through the Father Ron's blog tab at the top or the bottom of any page on the site. By clicking the Follow Anglican Internet Church legend, you'll be invited to register your email address, and receive notice of all new postings. Please be assured that we do not share subscriber information with any other organization, and you can ask for the removal of your address at any time. Until next time, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website 
and make use of its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.